Welcome to Scroll on episode 113. I'm Ket. Joining me as always, Davia Starjumper. What's up, man? Not much. I had some energy behind that. Davia Starjumper. Davia Starjumper. You were jumping. I get it. I was, I was building you up there. All right. It was a little pressure. I mean, I, I didn't know if I could live up to it. It was like, uh, great things. <laughs> this, this, I, I have to say, like, it, I, I'm wondering if it's just me or if, like, there's changes or you're sensitive to. I feel like we've been hitting these, like, PTS is quick. You know, it's like as soon as we, it's like, oh, hey, a new PTS is starting. And then we're like, we're already in PTS week five. Like, this one's about to launch. Like it's going quick. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. No, it's um, it's basically a six week cycle. You know, it's like uh, like you get a patch, and then six weeks later you get PTS for the next patch, and then that lasts six weeks, and then the patch hits, and then six weeks later PTS, and then on and on uh, until the fourth quarter. Like this next upcoming uh, update that we're getting. Is always the long patch because that's at the end of the year, mm-hmm. uh, and the f- the first one of the next year kind of comes around, well, like early March, maybe something like that. The slow season, as they say. Yes, yes, that's why we do the BG report and all that stuff to fill that up. Public test server week five was last week. That was the final week of the public test server of PTS. So um, this this what do we even call this? I, I keep trying to call it a DLC, but it's not like it's for a, sale. This update is happening. It's an ESO speed bump. You know, we're putting a new speed bump <laughs> in the in the parking lot. So the update is happening this coming Monday on PC, and then two weeks later on consoles. Uh, as far as uh, the stuff that's happened on PTS in the final week, unusually some stuff did happen. So. Uh, that uh, that basalt blooded warrior dragon knight set uh, we mentioned last week that they were planning to fix that like bar swapping thing they did that so now it doesn't matter how you have it equipped if it's double bar back bar front bar it doesn't matter when when the set activates the stance will change when you bar swap so party's over on that one <laughs> uh Gardener of Seasons, the Warden set, they changed this one, so it now gives you the Herald of Spring buff automatically when you equip the set. You don't have to do anything to get that, that just happens right away. And then you get the Harbinger of Fall buff, the the Oh Crap mode buff. Uh, Now the way you do that is by holding the block button and casting any heal, any healing ability. And then that, that puts you into the Harbinger of Fall mode. They reduce the duration of that to six seconds instead of ten seconds. They say that was they want you to they want it to be easier to bounce back and forth between those two modes is why. Uh, and Harbinger of Fall now applies uh, major cowardice rather than major maim to enemies. Still gives the minor vitality to your allies. I mean, I just think that across the board is like, I, th- I would say all good changes. It's a lot. It seems a lot easier to use and Much control easier. now. And I, I like the major cowardice over the maim. I even like that change. Cowardice is a, a very potent debuff. Yeah. Because it's uh it, it reduces their weapon and spell damage and it's uh I think it's like four hundred something and it's four thirty, right? That sounds right. But it's a pre buffed amount. So that four thirty, you know, plus their medium armor and their major uh savagery or, or brutality, I mean. And you know, that gets amplified by so much, like you're taking all that away from them. It's like taking a five piece set off of a character. Yeah, yeah, basically. Um, but yeah, the devs say they wanted to to simplify it and make it more intuitive to use, and that makes sense. Like when you're wanting that harbinger of fall, you know, if you're holding block and casting a heal, that's probably a situation where you're going to need that. You know, yep. so it just kind of happens automatically. That makes that makes sense. I like that. And then the Templar set, Wrath Sun. They reduced the maximum stat count of sunlight to forty instead of fifty. Uh, they also fixed an issue where sunlight could continuously refresh while at maximum stacks in some cases. I think I saw some YouTube videos kind of showing how how to exploit that, but don't get too excited about that one. Still seems not great. Yeah, I was going to ask, have you heard any any feedback on the changes from the 40 stacks to 50, like how big a difference that made? I haven't seen a mention of this anywhere at all. I, and I, I checked the forums 
pretty much daily and no one's talking about this that either good or bad i think people are just kind of not even thinking about it i feel like that this one i don't know i just get the feeling this one's not done being changed like if there's going to be yeah, some the, after patch launch changes i feel like this is this is a good chance for to where that's going to be i have a hard time with that one but i mean i don't know maybe that i haven't te- i tested out the original iteration of this but i haven't tested it out with the 40 stacks that might be significant but kind of what we were saying before the fact that it, it's hard to control when it procs where it procs it's so stationary when it does proc that you know, as as soon as the boss moves or your enemy moves, it's just wasted. It's gone. Um, just the idea, just the the base idea, seems not great to me. Yeah. The dev comment is pretty funny to me. They say we're cautiously decreasing <laughs> the maximum stack count of this set to help better facilitate reaching the reward mechanism, while also uh, tuning down some of the passive recovery. Uh, I just, the, the fact that they use the word cautiously, we're cautiously decreasing the <laughs> maximum stat count. Like, you careful, guys. Yay, everybody be careful. You don't want the set to not suck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't make it usable now. Be careful. Backing up to the warden set, Grizzly put in the chat. Was that Grizzly that did that? Yeah, Grizzly, yeah, he's the only person in chat. Um, the Wardens have that corrupting pollen ability that also applies minor cowardice as well as major defile. So you compare that with that set and have a lot of, a lot of good stuff happening there. Oh man. Yeah. Goodness gracious. That'd be a lot. Um, okay. I think that's, uh, pretty much the PTS, you know, typical, really not a typical week five. That's actually pretty exciting for a week yeah, five. Yes, that's really. a lot of, a lot of details happening there. A lot of changes. Yeah. Usually get nothing at all. And then this, this week right now, I guess, you know, it would be a sixth week of PTS, but it's really just a dead week. Nothing at all. And we'll get the update um, this coming Monday on PC. So, um, feeling a little low because Deathmatch Weekend is over. It's almost like, it's almost like a bad thing, you know, because it's like, it's, it's so great. Deathmatch is all, you can play all the Deathmatch you want, like, like the old days. And it was so much fun. I mean, don't get me wrong. A blast. I had a, had a blast last, I don't know what, four or five days. But now that it's over, it's just like, oh, such a bummer. To, to go back to not deathmatch. Yeah. See that the the one thing I'll say, so I actually I was on I was going on vacation, so I didn't get to take advantage of Deathmatch weekend at all. Dang. But the one thing that's kind of a bonus to it is that I, I got matches last night. So it was like that first you know, it was that first day of Deathmatch. So you're still surprised by it. Like you just keep seeing Deathmatch. You're like, this is crazy. And then now that it's over, it's like I almost didn't experience enough of it to have the like hangover you get spoiled yeah uh, like the the, yeah. De- the the depression state of now that it's gone going back to to the original ones i am i am sad i missed it it was it was a huge huge bummer to miss it but um yeah, yeah it's almost it's almost a blessing yeah in a way. it's like i don't i don't have to feel the sadness of now that it's gone experiencing it caring about the scoreboard again i mean Oh, it's so cool to care about the score. I'm like, oh, we're almost, we're about to win. Like, there's those moments where, like, you're in second place and you, you take the lead and you win at the last second, and it's freaking awesome. I will, I would even say that, and it makes sense because it's deathmatch. But even in the the one day that I experienced the deathmatch weekend, it's such a different level of playing. Like, and you're right. Like, even that was a flashback of, you know, movement, like positioning, you're strategizing, like there's just so much more that, that all of, almost all of that is just, it's so rare now to even have that. And even when you do kind of have a random death match, it's like, you know, it's almost kind of like it's rusty. Those skills are rusty, the communication or the positioning. And so even on just doing the one day, it was just so much fun to play matches again, where it's like, uh, hold on, we need to pull out of this. You're talking about positioning, you're working as a group, you're strategizing. Yeah, and just the fact that the people, that it is Deathmatch Weekend, therefore the people who are queuing up know that they're getting Deathmatch, mm-hmm. they are there to fight, you know. So, like, man, a problem in in Battlegrounds for the last several months uh, has been 
when you do get a death match, it's actually really difficult to enjoy it, at least in the yeah. so, well, in the solo and group queue, because we've been in this random queue situation for so long now that now the majority of the players queuing up are not like PvP like players who like to fight other players. You know, they yeah. they like to stand on flags and capture the relic and do that kind of thing. And so under normal circumstances, when it's just a random queue situation and you do get a death match and these players, the objective is to kill other players and to not die, they don't know what to do with themselves. And almost every time, halfway through the match, half the players have left because they're not having fun, because they're getting dunked on, because they're not PvPers, yeah. really. Yeah, that's 100% truth. And they're just now and they're just now being forced to learn that because, you know, one out of 10 queues or whatever is deathmatch. Most of the time we get a deathmatch not this weekend but most of the time we get deathmatch now it's usually just like one entire team will end up leaving yeah and it's usually just two teams going at it but this weekend yeah it's not like that everybody knows what they're getting it's the people who want deathmatch are the ones queuing up and so it's like um you know we we make our builds this is what we make them for right this is like in our minds when i'm making old betsy and making build decisions and doing different things i'm thinking of a deathmatch situation is what this build is for, but it's actually so rare that I'm in that situation and able to put my build to what it was made to do. Uh, so it's been so nice these last few days to just like, and I've been playing with Betsy a ton and just saying like, yeah, this is what we were made to do. And we're just in that zone. We get to be in that zone as much as we want match after match after match. And it really does bring back that old feeling. Like me and multiple other players were like whispering each other, like, man, doesn't this feel like the good old days? Like it feels like it feels like the old Adastra days and all that. Like it really did bring that back. Hey, like this is just what the game was. Don't spread your deathmatch depression on me. All right. I just said I didn't have it. You're making me have it. <laughs> uh, really did take me back. It's uh Gri Grizzly said in the in the Discord chat earlier today, something like uh, they they paved over paradise. They took our our deathmatch queue away. Yeah, it's such a good thing going. Multiple guilds surrounded around this thing, and mm. it's uh, you know, it's yeah, it is. It's a, it's a depressing thing. It's like we as as much fun as deathmatch weekend is. It's like we I fall that much lower when it's over. Yeah, you miss it. We miss playing like that. I mean, I, I hadn't really even thought about that, but that's such a true statement is all of this theory crafting and build, you know, these build and these characters and builds that we put together and test out, they're made for that mode. Like, this is when we get to see them shine the most and see how well they work. And realistically, when we play these other BGs and it's a flag game or a relic match, it's like very rarely do you actually get to see like a fully like a fully pvp build work because you know you're usually sprinting really you're chasing people around to get to a fight or you're you know it's just such a different your teammates style. your teammates are not really playing in a way yeah. to like take advantage of your you know build and what you have to offer and that kind of stuff absolutely yeah. we did some ultra mega sweaty pre-mades last night that was Fun, I guess. <laughs> Fun question. <laughs> uh, but I mean, we had to. It was the last night of uh, of Deathmatch weekend, so we had to get some pre-mades going and just get sweaty. And then that's that's what we did. That's exactly what we did. We, we went did up it. against some uh, extremely good teams. Uh, we hung in there. Yeah, you know, we. I, I'll say that much. <laughs> we hung in there. We actually, my, probably my favorite part of the night is we had a group and it was a super sweaty match, super close, and we actually ended up winning it, did really well. And then we're like, all right, now we're going to change everybody up because that, you know, it's like that didn't feel like we win. And then when we changed everybody up, it was definitely much worse results. <laughs> <laughs> we should have just stuck with the original team. That's what's funny, too, is we had several matches and each one, like, a few of them we won, but none of them felt like we yeah. won, right? Like, they all felt like this is brutal. Like, we we felt like we were struggling the entire time. But you mm. look at the scores at the end, and we won. There Weird. was. <laughs> it was like, wait. It did yeah. not feel like it. Like, wait, what? There was one match that we won, but one of the teams, none of them died. Yeah. 
Remember that? We we died a bunch of times, but we had more kills than their than their team, so we still won. That's true. That's kind of funny. There's a joke in there, right? That's why it's called Deathmatch, not Live Match. Yeah, not Stay Alive Match. <laughs> edit the hey, edit that joke and make it funny when we go live. <laughs> uh, uh, I um, I do think deaths should be subtracted from your score. Oh yeah. So. Deathmatch weekend, you know, another six months or so, we'll get another one, and we'll we'll have this exact <laughs> we'll, same conversation again, I'm sure. We'll have recovered by then. We'll be fully happy in BGs. This will happen, and we'll, you know, it'll be just, we'll be ecstatic, and then we'll go into the depression. And, you know, the last, uh, the last time that we would have had Deathmatch weekend, they skipped it, because it was during, a, I think it was during Mid-Year Mayhem, or something like that. We actually didn't get it. Uh, the last time that it was kind of coming, you know, it was it, its turn or whatever. That's tough to hear. I want a, a quick pro tip. So new subject, moving on. Uh, shout out to Garion. He uh, he pointed this out to me, and I just wanted to pass this along. Uh, you can keybind the individual mm-hmm. target marker icons, uh, you know, to any key you want. So you know, you you what is it? Tab or is it the tab key on? on PC that you hold it down and it brings up that wheel and you choose whichever icon you want. And it, for me, when I'm in the action in the middle of everything, I can never use that. Yeah. But you can go into your settings and just pick a single icon and bind it to your number six key or whatever. Uh, and then you just push that and instantly a skull appears over that person's head or, or whatever icon you picked, you know? Um, so, um, uh, Gary and recommended and I, and I've been doing it and it's working well for me. Um, scrolling forward on your mouse wheel, just make that be a, a binding for like a, a commonly used marker. Like I, I've been using the skull to to mark uh, people that I want my team to focus and kill, and it works perfectly. I'm looking right at them. I just kind of flick my mouse wheel kind of forward at them. It puts that icon right on them. Even on uh, random groups, like if I'm in the solo queue, oftentimes people just kind of figure out like, oh, skull means bad. Attack the skull, you know. Yeah. So it's just, uh, I'm actually able to utilize that feature, you know, because I've, I've, I really like the idea of this feature, but in practice, I've had a hard time actually using it with that wheel and stuff. But this is, I didn't even realize that I could do that. That really opens it up. Davius, I haven't heard from Lord of Nords in a while. You want to update us on uh, what's going on with Lord of Nords? Oh, Lord of Nords, the Mustam DK. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So just kind of a reminder of what the build, the build's been the same for, for a long, long time. It's a mm-hmm. five piece core riptide, two piece blood spawn, black rose prison, dual wield, uh, with two maces. And then I do one piece druid and then one piece trainee, both just max health. Um, uh-huh. and then Oakensole, it's an Oakensole build. Um, and then the bar setup is I do noxious breath as my spammable. And then I do um molten whip and deep breath um that's kind of my damage abilities i do quick cloak um it's kind of my defensive ability but also get my um speed and then uh i do co- uh, coagulating blood for the heal and then the alt leap only only leap of course um but and so this build has been this way forever and you know we i feel like most people are this way but we talk about it all the time on you know, we have a build and then we lock it in and we feel really good about it. And then we kind of hit these, I don't know what you would say, but we kind of have these moments where like, all right, it's time for this build to like level up, move up a notch. You, you plateau. Right. Is, exactly. that, is that the word you're looking for? There you go. That's perfect. Um, and so that's kind of where I was at in this build is that it worked really well. Still, you know, did everything I wanted to, but I, I, I kind of hit, started realizing that I was having this struggling point with with Noxious Breath as the spammable, that builds up the stacks for the Molten Whip. I would usually, you know, throw the breath, get my my whip stacks up for that extra weapon and spell damage, leap in, deep breath, uh, and then hit him with a charged whip with three stacks. And I, I kept finding myself in this situation that that Molten Whip, with it costing magic and stamina, it's a very low cost ability, especially on a kind of a hybrid type build like this. And so when they didn't get finished, that whip was kind of the ability that I had that was a good burst damage on a single target. Like I wasn't going to throw breath out there because it wouldn't be enough damage to finish them off. And so I just start spamming the whip on them, but it almost felt like 
you know, counterintuitive because technically I needed to throw the breath back out there to get my whip stacks, stacks back up so that I could hit them with a, you know, a harder whip and then get my weapon and spell damage up. And so I always kind of struggled with that piece of the build that it was like, you know, I'd go through the, I'd go through the combo. And then if I got somebody really low, I would just start spamming the whip. And it's like, as I was spamming the whip, it was like, okay, this is the quickest way to do quick damage to them. But like, I know it's not starting my combo back up again. And so it always kind of bugged me and I just always kind of played through it and, and found different ways to do it. And so finally I've got to the point where I was like, all right, I, I I've got to change this. There's got to, I got to tinker with the build and boy, did I tinker. I went, I went full tinkering mode in, in the last two weeks with Lord of Nords. I, he was a, a mag DK for a little bit, tried out all these different abilities. Didn't change the sets at all. Just mainly just changed the whole bar up, um, moved abilities around, tried, you know, fossilized talons, all these different things. Um, and that, not necessarily that they wouldn't work, but it just didn't play right. Like I, I really like the way he plays and it, he wasn't playing the way that he usually does. And so I, I didn't like it. And so I actually ended up making very, very <laughs> minor adjustments. Uh, but I, I, I love the adjustments because I no longer have that problem of like the counterintuitiveness happening. And really the only change that ended up happening is I dropped Molten Whip for Spindowin. Um, I still use Noxus Breaths as the spammable. Uh, still have Quick Cloak. Still do the Deep Breath. Still have Coag as the heal. Still leaping. And so all, through all these changes and, and changing the entire bar up, I, I just kind of came upon the realization that I was already using that whip as an execute, um, but I was having to kind of charge it up to get more damage. And it's still not, you know, it's a high hitting damage ability, but it's not an execute. And so I just swapped it out for Spendowin, which is an AoE execute. It's an unbelievable ability. And it's been fantastic. It's been an unbelievable change to the build. It, uh, it works a lot better now. I don't feel so pressured to constantly, you know, Noxious Breath is still the spammable, but I don't always kind of even have in the back of my mind of like throw out extra ones that I don't really need to. Um, I can kind of just use it as a no pressure spammable now a lot better timed with the deep breaths and then now i can kind of leap in and just start spinning uh, and it's just pulling a lot more kills with this setup been working great really love it still plays the same way just plays better um it, i mean really the biggest change is that where i was trying to use whip as an execute now i actually have a real execute and it's an aoe one so it it's you know it just it's just a lot more kills uh and it's a lot better about finishing players off I've always had that problem with Molten Whip too, though. Like, yeah, it's like you charge it up and you get that one big hit and then I almost don't want to use it again at yeah. all until I get those stacks again. And that's really what Even I was... Even it's supposed to be my spammable. That, that's really what I was running into is it's like, you look at Molten Whip and it's such an unbelievably good ability and there's good passes and you build those stacks to get extra weapon and spell damage. But it's like, it's such a good ability that I was changing the way I play just to try to make that ability work and then when i wasn't doing that it felt like i was doing something wrong and so mm -hmm. just dropping it completely like uh you know i i don't have the weapon damage stacks anymore that's okay like i still have plenty of damage on the build and it's just it's just worked out better you know obviously spend to win is a lot more higher cost ability it's full stamina but that's okay like you know all my damage abilities on here are stamina and so it kind of saves uh it saves more it's a good thing yeah we're all riptide <laughs> well that's true uh now funny you said that is that now that i have switched to this setup though is here's the crazy part i'm actually most likely going to swap out coral riptide i'm actually probably going to take it off the build you get that new dk setup. well that, right? that, that will probably happen um but oh. what i'm actually going to swap out coral riptide for is dagon's dominion Oh, okay. And and here's the reason on this. So Yeah, you're it's all you got all AoE damage. Yeah, that's the thing. It's a new bar now, Noxious Breath, even Quick Cloak, Noxious Breath, Quick Cloak, uh, Spend a Win, Deep Breath, Leap, all AoE damage. Um so Dagon's Dominion is given a benefit to all of those. And the best case scenario for Coral Riptide, like if you know, if you're at thirty percent stamina, you have seven hundred and forty weapon and spell damage. Which is a lot. That's fantastic. And that's, that's what I love about the set. But it is a trial set. So the three-piece 
to the trial set is the the you know the minor what is it called slayer i think oh yeah so it's just dead in pvp it's just the dead three-pieced um part of the set and so dagon's dominion actually has an extra an extra line of weapon and spell damage and then the five piece gives you um 492 to all of your aoe damage so you add in 492 plus the extra 129 weapon and spell damage I'm trading a top end perfect scenario 740 weapon and spell damage for a consistent 721 trading yeah. 20 spell damage and so uh and the other as far as like for your abilities like cuz one's abilities. straight to your stat that's sheet right. so you're actually he- heals are benefiting from that but that's, still that's damage wise right yes 100% right my heal will will be less but coag is such a ridiculous heal that like yeah, it'd be fine. Uh, it should, uh, yeah, it should be fine. Um, but that's the biggest thing is that so the the, the benefit will is that it, it is going to be more consistent at higher damage. Um, so it should be a higher consistency with the damage. And probably the my most favorite part about this is more effective leaps because that's the one thing that has been kind of a bummer about Coral Riptide is that every time I mm. use the ult ability, my stamina bar jumps up a whole bunch. That's right. And so the leap always hits less. It doesn't really ever get the full coral riptide effect because it's yeah. I'm getting so much sustain, and so now I don't have to worry about that. Like my leaps are going to be, you know, top top end damage every time I use them. So, um, that's a really good case against that set on a DK actually. Yep. Not, yeah, yeah. Yep, absolutely. And I I mean leaps my favorite ability on the build, so uh, I'm pretty excited about it. I'm I've already got a full set of Dagon's Dominion. I'm kind of tinkering around with it to make it the right traits and stuff, but I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and make this change. And I, I can only, I've plugged into the build editor. It looks better. And I, I, I just think it's going to be a, a, a full, just kind of level up across the build. Uh, and it's just going to make that new spin to win execute, you know, it's just going to make that ability hit harder. And so I, I just think it's going to be a good thing across the board. I think yeah. it's really going to help out the build and it'll still play tanky. You know, as long as it has coag and a lot of health and leap, and it leaps as much as it does, like it just it's it's in quick cloak. Like it's a pretty, it's a pretty well fitted. Yeah, it's well fitted. So it it already plays pretty tanky, and so uh, I think this is just I think it's gonna continue to play that way, but just hit a little bit harder. Nice. I've kind of been doing the same thing, just kind of spending a lot of time with the main and just sort of making some refinements and stuff like that. And it's a, it's such a good feeling when you're like just vibing with your main, you know yeah. what I mean? You ever have those moments when <laughs> oh, you're yeah. just like, man, I have the best main of anybody, you know? Well, I know. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. <laughs> well, no, I'm not saying like, I'm not saying as in like, I can beat anybody. That's not true. But I'm just like, no one's main is cooler than old Betsy. Get real. Like, come on. Uh, <laughs> I I have had I can a hundred percent relate to that. I've had moments where I'm like, just Lord of Nords is feeling he's feeling good, feeling perfect, and it, it is a great feeling when that's like it's your favorite character, it's your main, it's the one you're most comfortable with, and it's just in a rhythm where it's just playing exactly how you want it to. That's it's a nice spot to be in for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm just I don't I feel like I've had multiple renaissances with Betsy, and this just kind of feels like one of them. So Betsy, she's my stamina templar, my main character, and uh, I've kind of ended up in a situation where I have two versions of her build that are both kind of locked in. Like I, I, I'm not gonna make myself decide between the two. I, I have both at the ready at all times, depending on what I'm doing. So I have Betsy A and I have Betsy B. Uh, Betsy A is basically just the same old Betsy. That I've been talking about for ages. It's Deadly Strikes on the uh, as a double bar set. Wretched Vitality back bar with a bow. Uh, Black Rose dual wield on the front bar. Gaze of Sithis Mythic Helm and One Piece Magma. I mentioned in the last episode she's no longer a vampire. So she has amazing sustain. Uh, also um, Mist Forms no longer on the bar. So I put, um, I put Radiant Aura in its place. Gives me all three minor recovery buffs. So... So my sustain is extra, extra good, right? Since I'm not a vampire, plus I have the minor recoveries that I didn't have before. But otherwise, besides those changes there, it's the same build that it's been for the past, I don't know, almost a year at this point. 
awesome build, but just the fact that the sustain is so much better now. Um, I'm a more effective healer. I'm even a more effective damage dealer a lot of the time because I can just kind of push harder and harder and harder for longer periods of time without getting drained out of resources and stuff. I do. I, I'm not finding that I'm dying any more often than usual. Betsy never dies. It's just not in. It's just not in her her toolkit to die. It's just not one of her. Things. Yeah, <laughs> not her. Not a hobby of hers. <laughs> it's not something she likes to do. But uh, I'm just. I'm having a lot more fun on the bill just because I. I can kind of keep my foot on the gas pedal and just go and go and go. Whereas before, as a vampire, I was really kind of having to stop, make sure I'm not overdoing it, and that sort of mm. stuff. So that's been good. That's it's been great. Uh Betsy B. So basically I just replaced Deadly Strikes with the Phoenix Moth Thayer set. Talked about that a couple of episodes ago. That's the medium armor set that uh when you heal people you give them minor courage and minor force. Really great set. And uh to me the the cherry on top of this set is that it gives you two lines of stamina recovery. Um, and my recovery is already feeling so good that that's actually overkill on stamina mm. recovery. It's like too much. So, um, that gives me the option to switch my Mundus stone. I switch it to the Atronach Mundus for Magicka recovery. Um, so that puts my Magicka recovery up to over 2300 Holy cow. for a stamina Templar. So I can kind of spam heals like a Magplar now, basically with this setup. And the whole idea basically is when I'm in this Betsy B Phoenix Moth uh, setup that I, I'm trying to be more supportive in general, so I can I can spam heals a lot more with that magical recovery. I'm giving my teammates um, extra weapon damage and uh, and crit damage with that Phoenix Moth set. Plus, in, in both setups, I have that uh, that Radiant Aura, so I'm giving everyone all three minor recoveries. So the Phoenix Moth setup that's just this is just kind of the the setup that I. Uh, like if I'm grouping up with people for pre-mades, like what we did last night, this mm -hmm. is something that I feel like I, I can bring and offer more to the team other than just what I myself am capable of. And it's not like I'm giving up a ton of personal damage. Like it is less personal damage, but it's still very good. Like 6,100 spell damage, 30% crit, 80% crit damage, have the bloodthirsty jewelry. Um, you know, even like in a 1v1 situation, still formidable, not quite you know, on the level of the Deadly Strikes setup, but still, you know, people are going to think twice before 1v1ing Betsy even in this setup. Um, it's been perfect for the Deathmatch weekend, even in the solo queue, since, you know, people are queuing up to fight and they're throwing down and your team is most likely going to be right there with you. Um, it's really, I feel like, you know, it, it's hard to really quantify really, but I feel like it's a better setup to use because I am kind of lifting my teammates up and then they're sort of lifting me up in return. You know, it's all sort of reciprocating. I'm making them stronger. They're making me stronger. Whereas if I was in the deadly strikes setup, I'd, I'd be doing some more damage, but I don't know if I would necessarily be more successful because I'm not, I'm not empowering my team sure. as much. So they're not able to support me in return as much, you know? Well, and I would even say seeing some screenshots of the Betsy B setup, like, Old Betsy's heal numbers were fantastic. Like really good yeah. damage numbers, but like really, really good healing numbers along with it. Yeah, and um she uses a lot of light armor pieces and um I actually did test it out one time uh while I was in combat. Uh I can spam Honor the Dead fifteen times Holy cow. before before I'm drained of Magicka. And that's uh that's just uh I just hit a target dummy to put myself in combat. Uh, that's all that test was. That's not even counting like, you know, honor the dead refunds magicka when you heal low health mm -hmm. targets and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But so I've, I've really enjoyed both setups. I can't pick one or the other. I mean, the deadly strike setup, that's classic Betsy. And that's if I really want to bring the damage and show people what for, you know, that's the setup I want. But this, this support setup is really fun. It's still, you know, I still feel like I'm a, I'm a threat to people, but I'm also making everyone around me so much stronger as well. Anyway, I guess that's all I have to say about Betsy. We have a, uh, we're going to do kind of a special thing here. We have a featured build we're going to talk about. Um, so what this is, this is a one bar version of the Meta Warden PvP healer build. So this kind of came together in our Discord um, in, the, in the Theory Crafting channel a few days ago. Shout out to uh, Shoddy Magician, friend of ours. Possibly 
literally the best healer in the game, mm. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, may- that's maybe. It's a, a safe bet for sure. At the very least, among the top, you know, three or so. Uh, and some people would say literally the best healer in the game uh, for PvP. And and his build is basically, as far as anyone can tell, basically the meta healer build, which is uh, it's a warden and it's uh, wretched vitality back bar, rallying cry front bar, death dealers fet mythic, and a two piece Ozazan monster set. And you know he freely shares that build with anyone who asks. You know, so it's it's no secret that basically is the meta healer build for BGs these days. Uh, until somebody comes out with something better. <laughs> Shout out to Grizzly Khan. Uh, he was asking in the he's he's, he's in the chat right now. Uh, he was asking in the Discord um, what a one bar version of this build might look like. And um, at first, Shotty was like, "You don't you don't do that." You know, Shotty's <laughs> not he's not into the one bar builds. You know, bar, yeah. uh, but uh, you know, after a little bit of prying, he 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 kind of came around and uh, and uh, Grizzly and Shotty and shout out to Garion. He he was helping kind of theorycraft this thing and. I was I was in there kind of I don't know if I helped or not but I was in there. <laughs> you were there. Uh, <laughs> uh but we were all just kind of talking this thing out like okay if we were co- if we were going to condense Shadi's meta healer build into a one bar version what would that be like? And here's what we come up with. And it seems pretty good. Uh Grizzly has tested this thing thoroughly over Deathmatch weekend. It seems extremely awesome from the the screenshots I've seen. Um I think we got the a, a legit build here. So it is um, five pieces Wretched Vitality, five pieces Rallying Cry, the Oaken Soul Ring, and one piece Trainee. Five heavy, one medium, one light. It's a mix of reinforced and well-fitted traits on the armor. The jewelry is all healthy with Magicka Recovery Glyphs. Uh, the Ritual Mundus Stone for extra healing. The food is Orzorga's or Red Frothgar. Gives you a bunch of extra max health and Magicka Recovery. Uh, Tristat Potions. The ideal race is a Breton. You can you can do any race, but Breton would be the best. And the bar is Polar Wind, Budding Seeds, Leeching Vines, Echoing Vigor, Deceptive Predator, the, the Flappy Wings, uh, and the Resto Ult. Not the trees, not the Warden Trees Ult. Shoddy was adamant on this when we were talking in Discord. The the Resto Staff Ultimate is the superior ultimate. When you're when your team's getting heavy pressured and they're they're about to go down. The trees is not going to bail them out the way the resto ult will. Uh, that's the one you want to use. So that's that. I mean, I, I think this is something that a lot of people might be interested in if you're just wanting a, an easy one bar, very very effective healer build that you could take into the sweatiest of the sweaties and perform well. That should do it. Some alternative sets if uh, if someone in your uh, group already has rallying cry, um, spell power cure. Classic has never not been, you know, a great set yep. to use. Uh, Gossamer, really good set, gives everyone major evasion. Uh, an easy uh, shout out again to Grizzly Khan. He suggested a, a really easy crafted set that you could just pick up right away. Heartland Conqueror. Uh, if you use the the powered trait on your staff, that's eighteen percent extra healing power. That's not bad either. No, that's not bad at all. So there you go. Anything to add to that, Davius? Or no, I think that's uh, that's probably. That's probably a fun build. Yeah. And I've, I've seen Grizzly, you know, Shadow Grizzly Count. I've seen his screenshots there. They've been very, very, very fantastic. He's tested this thing thoroughly. It is a, it is a very well-tested build, and, and I think we can safely vouch for it. If you're looking for just like a, a solid one-bar healer build, this, this might literally be the best one possible. Maybe. have some emails to read scroll and podcast at gmail.com that's our email address if you'd like to send us an email you can do that we would we encourage it um what uh, what what kind of emails can they send us devious any emails any any emails as any long as they're friendly emails at all well that's true please please make them friendly you can uh you can you can ask us a question you can make a suggestion for the show tell us a joke say hello Shout out to a friend, anything you like, scroll and podcast at gmail.com. Uh, every episode, uh, Davis is going to pick out his favorite email of the bunch, and I'm going to give him some gold. This week, it's going to be 120K. The, the amount changes. Quick shout out to Yin and Yangin. He won uh, the last episode's prize. 
Uh, it was 500k. I uh, I gave it to him in game, and about five minutes later, he whispered me and said, "And it's gone." <laughs> <laughs> to good it's, use. All right, there we go. It did Put last it to long. good use. I mean, you buy a stack of Tristat potions. Oh. That's half of it. You know. <laughs> Gosh, that's the truth. That is the truth. I just thought that was funny. That is hilarious. First email is from Gummy Bear. Shout out to Gummy Bear. Uh, podcast question from the G-Bear. What, what if there was an item that allowed you to use ults from different classes? What ults would you use on some of your builds and why? Also, should this be a five-piece set, a monster set, or a mythic item? That is my question. That it is. <laughs> That's the question. Um... Uh, Davies, you go first. You got any ideas? You know, I'll, I'll be honest. I'll throw myself under a bus a little bit. It didn't immediately come to me. I was playing around, toying around with some different ideas. Uh, you know, like... Uh, I kind of struggled, too. Well... Yeah, it was, I, it's a tough one. I, so, you know, I thought, like, Templar... You know, Leap is my favorite my favorite ability in the game. So I was like, Templar with Leap would be fun. Like a That's Necro... What Grizzly says in the chat. Yep, Grizzly says it as well. Uh, you know, a Necro with a bear, if it could be like an undead bear, I thought that would be cool. Okay. okay. And then it hit me. The most beautiful <laughs> possible... I, I'm embarrassed it didn't immediately come to me. Okay. But I need, like, specifically, I'm just 100% selfish on this one, but my point-blank snipe Stamden build with leap it's just it would be magic it would be poetry emotion to have the point blank snipe build leap into the fray and then just start sniping right at point blank range after a leap so that that is what i settled on if i could if i could get leap on the point blank snipe build it would just that's just it would just be poetry my ideas are okay i think firstly i think the conclusion that i drew is i would not want to do this I like like I thought about it a whole bunch. <laughs> you're, you're just like, against it. I just yeah. Every class's ultimate is so tied to that class. I would not. I don't think I would actually want to do it. But some so just some funny ideas. I thought of a uh, uh, what if you had a nightblade with corrosive armor? Do you imagine that? Oh my gosh! <laughs> just freaking getting ganked in corrosive. Uh, good lord. Uh, gummy bear. Gummy bear is just in time to see his nice. question. What's well, up? Another one that I thought of was like, can you imagine with um with the a sork with the nightblade old with end cap with end cap like a sork streaking and then end capping you like there's just mm-hmm. something terrifying thinking about that uh, i will say that if the, it to answer the other part of this question the five piece monster it, it would have to be a mythic something of this kind of wackiness and and power to me it would it could only be a myth like this is a mythic level item i think i had one more idea um uh, not not quite as funny, but like a Dragonite with a cheap ultimate, like Incap or Crescent Sweep, something Oof. they can use a lot to really juice up that uh that battle roar passive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it should be a consumable. I think you should have to buy something in the Crown Store and you consume it. You use it one time, and if you want to do it again, <laughs> you have to buy it again. That's what I think. I just something I, crazy like that. I almost wanted to happen just to see if anybody would take me up on the Necro Bear. Just an undead bear <laughs> running around with a necro. So you'd have a mender, you'd have the archer or the mage, and then a necro bear. Like, come on. It's a perfect setup right there. Thanks for writing, Gummy Bear. And thanks for joining us in the chat. Um, next email comes from Yin and Yangin. He says, what's your favorite controversial food? For example, pineapple on pizza, sardines, uh, lengua. I don't know what that is. Lengua. Uh, Maybe he meant to say lasagna, but that's not controversial, is it? I don't know. Lasagna's delicious. Nothing controversial about that. <laughs> He's, yeah, for real. Uh, he says, mine is, I put Italian dressing on white rice. Oh, yeah. that's I, I, I'd put that one in, as controversial. That one's... Grizzly says lingua is cow tongue. I see. Okay. okay. Well, then, yeah, lingua then is yeah. That's controversial. I don't. I don't think I want uh, tongue. I don't. Okay. Is is Italian dressing on white rice controversial though? Because I feel like for there to be a controversy, there needs to be two sides of it. And I don't <laughs> think. I think there's yin and yangin on one side, 
and there's the rest of the, society the rest of on so- the other side. Then, yeah, I think that's 100% the controversy there. Like, <laughs> that's the I think that's what it is. There it is. You just you just spoke <laughs> okay. it out loud. All right. Italian dress. I, I, I can't even imagine what that tastes like. You know, usually you can try you just to put imagine. it in a plastic bowl with a spoon and just like watch <laughs> cartoons while you eat it. I mean, how, how, how does that work? I, I just, I can't imagine what it's, yeah, I just, I can't imagine that. That one's, that one's pretty good. I'm curious of what your controversial food on this, is on this. I had a hard time with this one because I'm a very boring food yeah, person. That's the way I am. I have very straightforward tastes. I really don't like very much weird stuff at all. Uh, but I do have one food crime. I did think of something. Okay, good, 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 good. I, uh, I do not... I like my food to be cooked, okay? So, uh, bloody Always steak, good. no thank you. Okay. Take this bloody steak back to the kitchen and cook it, please, okay. is what I will say. And- <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So how cooked, what- though? Like, is this- I, order, I, I order medium well. That's how I order my okay. steak. Okay. And I'm not a, I'm not I'm not too good for some A1 steak sauce now and then either. You so, there you there's go. torches. People are lighting the torches. I know. For That's right my now. food crime. That's a pretty good. I don't want blood. I don't want blood coming out of my food, okay? I'm sorry. I don't That's not appetizing. I'm not hungry anymore if there's blood on my plate. You're not a big vampire. Got it. Got yeah. It. Uh I actually I went to my wife as a lifeline for this one and she she really wasn't very helpful at all cuz she she said, really, my controversy is all the stuff that I actually don't like. There's the controversy there. Uh, <laughs> I, could, I could go into that for a while. She, one of the things she gives me a really hard time about is that I, I, and I stand by this, I think bell peppers as a vegetable, overrated. One of the most overrated vegetables in existence. Now, do you, do you direct that as, at a certain color of bell pepper? Because the different colors, colors are different. Dude. I think all colors. I, I don't think there's that much flavor to them. I don't think, you know, people use you, them for The green. You got to go, you got to get the green ones, dude. I just, I don't think they're, I think they're overhyped. I think they're overhyped. But I had to think of like an actual controversial view. I can't think of the things, you know, that, that's like on the other side of this argument. And I did yeah. come up with one. I haven't eaten this in probably 20 years. Because uh, I can't anymore. I think if I ate this now, it, it like it would instantly kill me. But back mm-hmm. when I was a younger man, working my construction days, and you just didn't care at all, no, not a care in the world. <laughs> I used to. <laughs> this is bad. It's so bad to think of now. But you take a glazed donut, you know, a, a mm-hmm. solid, good, delicious glazed donut, and then you put butter on top of it. And then you oh, put yeah. you put that in the microwave for about fifteen seconds. Let the butter melt into the glazed donut. Oh yeah, delicious. Oh yeah, uh, I did that with uh, cinnamon rolls. I would get like a big oh, cinnamon yeah. roll from the donut shop delicious. and uh, melt a pat of butter on top. Also, oh, yeah. also delicious on only, and I'll argue about that one. Only the cinnamon pop tart. That's the only flavor you can put butter on, and and you know put it in the toaster when you take it out. Put some butter on it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Grizzly says, Davius, my brother in Christ, what the fuck? He's, he is horrified. But I'm telling you, I can't, the like I said. Cinnamon Pop-Tarts with butter, okay? Uh, the, the glazed donut with butter, heated up in the microwave, like, it would, it would kill me now. Like, uh, it's, it's a young man's game. It's a young man's snack, but it's so That doesn't sound good. crazy to me. It's to so me, that good. doesn't sound crazy. That's maybe, maybe a little bit overly decadent, yes. but it's not like... I don't know if there's a controversy. Is there? I don't Maybe know. The controversy is that's extremely unhealthy. Yes. Everybody I, I've told about or, or, you know, all the people that I know that, that I used to eat that just stare at me or similar reactions to Grizzly Con right now. They're just like, what? Like, how in the world? <laughs> but it's delicious. I'm telling you. It was, it was good. I can't, like I said. Very Southern. It's been 20 years. Can't do it now. But. Yeah. Use the donuts day. as hamburger buns. I don't. That's what Gummy Bear says. He end with a picture. I don't. I don't think I would like that. That's. I don't think I, I would either. I think my taste buds would be confused. Like, what are we doing here? But yeah. But may, maybe maybe my bell pepper takes more controversial. I don't know. I, bell pepper is overrated. Who needs them? That's so okay, saying. if you're if you're talking about anything other than green, I think I can agree with you. Like red bell pepper, very bland. Yeah, yellow. There's all not that. a lot of flavor. The green. There. The green has a very distinctive flavor, especially when paired with like a with a beef dish of some kind. It goes really yeah, nice, right. like like a stuffed bell pepper. I think it's overrated. 
Thanks for writing in yin and yang. And next email comes from Gary, and Gary has a question. How do you set your digital location to Skyrim? You use NordVPN. <laughs> okay, next email. <laughs> Uh, very nice, very nice, very nice. I see. I feel like we have to explain. I just saw the 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 this question, and and you know. So when I just I saw this email, I just saw it as how do you set your lo- digital location to Skyrim? I didn't even know that it was the start of a joke, and so okay. my my answer was already there. Like I started playing that Lone Star song in my head. If anybody knows that song, that I'm already there. Take a look around. That just immediately started playing in my head. Like digital location to Skyrim. Like <laughs> I'm already there. I'm always there. Of course, yeah. We know. <laughs> we, know. we know you are, buddy. We know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thanks for writing in, Gary. I think that might be the first, because, you know, when I plug your emails, I, I always say, tell us a joke. You know, that's always one of the things I put in there. I think Gary's the first person to actually tell a joke in the email. We, that's true. That might be our first joke email. I like getting jokes. This is get, true. Get those jokes. This is true. Last email comes from Part-Time Gandalf. He's from uh, Xbox NA. Uh, he says, I'm a returning player and am happy, super happy to have found your podcast. I listen when I'm working. It helps me catch up on what's latest for ESO. So no question. Thanks, Part-Time Gandalf. Just, awesome. uh, just writing to say how just cool we are. Writing to say kind Always words. Appreciate it. Always appreciate <laughs> kind words. So, all right. One of these people, Gummy Bear, Yin and Yangin, or Garion. Really, one of those three. Part-time Gandalf can't get a prize because he's on Xbox. Sorry, Xbox. we got to figure something out. Yeah, we got to figure out an Xbox prize. Here's what happened. Here's what has to happen, Kat. You got to you got to make an Xbox character. You got to bounce back and forth between the two. Uh, get a lot of gold on that character. You know, you don't have to be good or anything. Just accumulate a lot of gold just for the podcast prizes. I tell you what, if you pick an <laughs> Xbox person, we'll just give that amount of gold in U.S. dollars to that person. <laughs> Problem solved. <gasps> Problem solved. And, and 120,000, right? Was our gold? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> we changing lives today. <laughs> uh, we're going to have a lot of past winners want to have an ex- some sort of exchange rate. Uh, well, maybe we can figure something out that's like Discord related or something to offer non PC people. I don't know. I have to think of something. What's your, which, which one do you pick, Davius? Um, this is a close one. I've got two in my in my head right now. I'm gonna go with Garion. I like that he followed through with the joke. Like he told us a joke. He told us a joke. I appreciate the joke. Thanks, Garion. All right, 120k coming your way, Garion. Next time I log in. Oh, sorry, Gummy Bear. Yours was good. Gummies, like your- Gummies, your you were yours was very fantastic. Really liked the question. That was a fun question, and it made me think of the poetry in motion of a point blank snipe bill just leaping in. I liked the food one. I always liked the food emails, and I liked you know. I feel like I've really finally like gotten something off my chest, you know, about the steak thing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait till the wait till this episode goes live before you start feeling <laughs> Oh, I know. I've been berated before, uh, but pe- you know, I think people are just like trying to like feel cool about their steak snobbery or whatever. I I you need to cook your food, people. I'm I'm a steak guy myself. I've gotten really into steak, I'd probably say in the last 5 years. Like grilling okay. my own, going to restaurants, uh, I've gone to like famous steakhouses in the last five so years. So you're on judging trips. Me. I am quietly <laughs> judging you. Yes, I I don't know how to say that, but there is a begrudging judging <laughs> happening. Uh, I oh. order I order mine like I don't I don't like just raw. I don't like I I, I order mine medium. I just go medium. It's like okay. a nice a nice level where it's medium's acceptable. Yeah. Yeah, I don't do. I could, I could probably get through a medium if I had to, but I, I, I wanted a little more cooked than that. Yeah, a little pink, just a little pink. That's that's all. We don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't want like like a pool of blood on my plate. I don't. I don't. I'm not a big pool of blood guy either. I don't mind if a little red leaks out a little bit. Like that won't bother me too much. All right. 
All right, Garion, I'll send you 120k next time I log in, dude. Uh, we have a guild. The guild's name is Stoons Goons. It is literally the best PvP guild in the game. Uh, and it also just so happens to be the best named guild on the PCNA server. It's also the official guild of the Scrollin' Podcast. We are on PCNA and Xbox NA. Uh, so if we're in either one of those platforms, send us an email at scrollinpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and we'll send you an invite. If your guild list is full or if you're on a dis uh, or or if you're on a different platform, I'm so tired, dude. My like <laughs> mo- my like brain talking functions barely work shutting right now. Shutting down. Ket is he's we're watching and listening to him shutting down. <laughs> Seriously, the work has been happen. kicking my butt. <laughs> if your guild list is full or if you're on a different platform, then just come join the Discord. Uh, everyone who's on the Discord is a fully-fledged goon. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone is welcome. Scroll on podcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to support the show, one easy thing you can do is go to the Apple Podcast app and give us a star rating and especially a written review. If you'd like to go a step further than that, you can go to patreon.com slash scrollandpodcast and, uh, and receive Stoon's Boon for $3 a month. You get access to... Uh, to a handful of things, including the Booncast, which is a, a shorter solo podcast that I do on the off weeks. Another way you can support us, I just thought of this a couple of days ago. can't believe I didn't think of this a long time ago, but uh, on the PCNA server, we do have a guild bank, and uh, you can put stuff in there if you want. If, you, if you're looking for ways to help out, hey, try stat potions. Oof. Always need them. We're always going through this. Or, uh, you know... If you want to toss some gold in there, you want to toss some crafting mats, anything that you think might be helpful, go right ahead. Also, anything you see in there that you want to take out, take it. Anything in there is up for grabs, go for it. But um, I just thought I'd throw that in there. Some people might be thinking they would like to help us out, but they don't necessarily have the money to do Patreon or whatever. That helps us out a ton because we do a lot of theory crafting. We do a lot of play testing. takes a lot of gold to do that stuff. So uh, that's an option. If you can't do any of that stuff, just join the Discord. That actually helps us out quite a bit. Just having conversations with people, that fuels the, the podcast quite a bit. Like a, like that one-bar meta healer build that we talked about. You know, there's a whole segment on the show that was from the Discord. Mm-hmm. You know, a conversation mm-hmm. we had there. So uh, just being our friend and hanging out with us helps us out quite a bit. Shout out to the chat, uh, Gummy Bear and Grizzly Khan. Thank you guys for being here. What's, what are you talking about in here, Gummy Bear? Steal <laughs> hey, someone's iPhone and review it there. Oh, okay. You stole Gummy Bear stole his roommate's phone because Gummy Bear uses an Android. There's no Apple Podcast on there, and that's really the only like podcast platform where the reviews matter. So, steal your roommate's iPhone so that you can write us a <laughs> review, please. Thank you. <laughs> Oh yeah, shout out to Grizzly Khan and Gummy Bear uh, in the chat. Thanks for being here tonight, guys. Yeah, shout absolutely. out to Uncle Sam, King Nar, Shrimpo, Nachu, Wanna Buy My Dog, Outcast, Luxai, some other people I'm sure I'm forgetting. We've all just been playing a lot. The Discord has been hopping. Uh, another quick shout out to Wanna Buy My Dog. Uh, really cool dude. One of my favorite people to play with. Super funny and amazing, amazing brawler blade. Mm-hmm. Uh, great player and he just started uh, streaming uh, recently on Twitch, and he's actually pretty good at it. At the very least, you're going to learn a thing or two just from watching this dude PvP. He's an absolute monster. He's actually hilarious and very entertaining as well. Uh, he has a cool group of friends that he hangs out with. I just thought I'd give him a plug really quick. Check out yeah, Wanna Buy My Dog, all one word on Twitch. Really great streamer. Shout out to Grizzly Khan, of course. Gummy Bear says in the chat, why not? Let's just toss him another one. Shout out Grizzly Khan. Yeah. Always. Always throw Grizzly Khan some <laughs> shout outs. Uh, shout out to the Elder Goons, which Gummy Bear and Grizzly both are. And there's a number of others. Guys have just been friends with us for a long time. I really appreciate you all. And shout out to our Stoons Boon recipients. Porkbody, Toadster, Gummy Bear, Grizzly Khan, Thomas, Taggart, Mother of Dragons, Sudika, Jim, Maxwell, derpin stuff thank you all so very very much davis we have anything else i think that's everything okay thank you guys very much for listening we'll see you next time